does that even mean? I'd like to welcome you to the second episode of Untethering Consciousness, where I will dive a little deeper into breaking the chain, what that means, how that ties into DNA, and what I love about DNA on a spiritual and science level, and also giving a little bit of an experience at the end that you can join me on this journey of breaking the chain. I'm going to begin first with a disclaimer. I notice a part of me wants to hold back on some of these topics. There's not many places that we hear of the spiritual infusion of science and ancient viewpoints, especially on things like DNA. And so instead of holding myself back and judging my perspectives, this is the point where I'm going to invite and allow everyone to have their own truth, their own way of seeing the world, and to honor that my viewpoint and my message is a piece of a puzzle that whether it's something you believe or not, it's a piece of the puzzle that's creating the whole and that we all need one another to paint this beautiful picture that we call this reality. And so with that disclaimer, I'm going to journey on. I love this story that I'm going to share with you, and it ties in with this topic very well. There was a little girl, and she saw her mother baking a piece of bread, and she noticed that she was cutting off both ends of the bread, and she asked her mother, she's like, why are you cutting off both ends of the bread? And the mom said, that's a great question, you know, I don't know why. That's how my mother always did it. So the little girl goes to her grandmother and she says, Grandma, why do you always cut off the ends of the bread that you bake? And the grandma goes, you know, I don't know why I cut off the ends of the bread. My mother always did it that way. So the little girl goes to her great-grandmother and she says, Great-grandma, why are you... Why do we always cut off the ends of the bread? And the grandmother said, Well, you know, honey, back in the day, my bread pan was only so big and, and all the bread didn't fit in it. So I had to cut off the ends just so that it could fit in the pan. And that's how we did it. I love this story so much because it shows a generational pattern of being taught something of how to do it a certain way and then never questioning it and that just becomes the way that we do it. This ties in perfectly with breaking the chain. The little girl broke the chain of unconscious behavior of something that no longer applies. If the grandmother of the little girl would have asked the great-grandmother of the little girl cut off the ends, and then she would have been able to save her time as she grew up and not needed to do this extra step that was not necessary once she had a pan that was larger. How profound that is, even in my own life, even in this moment as I speak that. How many areas in our life have we spent time, energy, money, things that are valuable to us, and we spent it 
doing things that no longer are necessary, worrying about things that are no longer necessary, or viewing a world that operates differently. How much time, energy, and money that is utilized in more efficient ways so that we can live the life that we are actually asking for. Those are all concepts that tie into what happens for us when we break the chain. Now, how do we do this? How do we even break the chain? Well, let me go back a little bit more first and let me talk a little bit about DNA. I love the topic of DNA and this is, will be a little bit of jargon for anyone who maybe is not scientific minded and that's not really their interest and that's okay. DNA, it's strands of information, building blocks that have blueprints that tell the body and the cells what it is that's going to be created into the physical reality. So it is an essence of information and energy that is turning into what we consider to be physical. That is how life is formed. Now, when I was an embryo, when I was inside of my mother's womb, all of my eggs were within me in my mother's womb and all the DNA that will be, if any children are to be born, that DNA was passed on from my mother while I was still inside the womb. And so that is magical. That is profound. I love sharing that little tidbit because that it just blows my mind every time I think about it is that this information is stored within us. All the answers are stored within us, within this DNA, within our blueprint. And also all of the pain and the trauma and the trials and tribulations of the past so that we hopefully can learn from it and move forward. Now let me tell you about the problem. The problem is a lot of times we approach life like we do the mother in the story or the grandmother in the story take actions and behaviors and we don't even know why we do what we do and we just continue to do it anyways. We never have the time to slow down and question and ask. The solution is to become like the little girl, to become curious, to begin to be the observer, be less reactive, and to ask questions in a very non-judgmental way. Just a very observational way. The visual I always love when I talk about this or when I think about it for myself because it's an ongoing thing. I mean, what's passed on to us is it's very deep, deeply ingrained in us and how we are moving forward. And so the visual I always love is, is watching The Matrix. If anyone has ever watched The Matrix, what I love about the storyline, because it is a story, but what I do love is some of the truths that it does portray. It's the realization that our thoughts and how we perceive things become our reality. And when Neo realized that he could move around the spoon, the spoon began to bend. But it wasn't the spoon bending it was him moving around it. It was his perception of how that object was showing up in his reality. And so at the end of that movie, it was just like relief 
It was this freedom. It was this realization that the power comes from within us and our ability to trust and believe in that. And I remember that moment when I watched it, literally had to pause the video and take it in because I felt something unlock within my own body. That's just proving that anybody is capable. It's the storyline showing that no matter if we feel like we are the person with no gifts, as soon as we wake up and decide to choose that for ourselves, that is when the shifts begin to happen. And I'd like to go back a little bit on the breaking of the chains, and I'd like to share this paragraph from Dreams of Gaia by Raven Flynn. She says, Your confidence while growing up was influenced by what those around you said to you or about you. If those things around you were kind and supportive, not just in words but in actions also, you had every chance of growing up to become a confident adult with healthy self-esteem and confidence. This confidence would have increased as you moved out into the world because you left home with the best tools in hand to meet life with a smile. Now before I continue on, when I read that, I began crying. That's amazing and wonderful for some of the people who got to experience that. And I cried for looking back on the past and realizing that that wasn't the experience that I had had. So continuing on, however, while we are told that we should strive to not be affected by others' negative perceptions or opinions of us, especially those unwarranted criticisms and barbs born of the insecurities and doubts of the person who offered the negative opinion, words can and do hurt. They can cause real and lasting pain. If the exposure to those who hurt us is prolonged or repeated, their unkind words and actions can cause deep and lasting psychological wounds that destroy self-esteem, self-belief, confidence, and faith, the ability to trust in self or others. Therefore, it is important to remember to be kind above all else. Faith and self-belief are born of kindness. People are fragile. It is not only physical blows that can cause us harm. To ridicule and to instill doubt in another just because you yourself have doubts can result in the lifelong destruction of another person's self-belief and self-worth. Remember that the wrong words at the wrong time can do lasting harm. When we feel an impulse to ridicule, we can stop and ask ourselves if we truly can be at peace, if we cause another person distress. Would we be okay with another person ridiculing us, or worse still, our own child, and causing them to doubt themselves, not just for a short time, but for their entire lifetime? We must not make the mistake of believing that this is not possible. It is. The wrong word at the wrong time can do lasting harm but equally the right words at the right time can heal and restore self-belief. I'd like to share that because I feel that ties in really beautifully with breaking of the chain. Now I'll share right now that waking up to this and realizing it, there can be a sadness that happens, a grief that, wow, like all this time, like, oh, I could have had it better woe is me. And that's okay to be in a victim mode at first when waking up. And that's okay to go through the grieving process. You know, grieving 
is a cycle and that cycle is to be honored because it is part of the journey of awakening. It's also important not to get stuck in the victim story because there's a life beyond that. I love this story because it shows the ability of being like the little girl who took a step back and said, is this the way we need to do it any longer? Is there a more efficient way? Maybe there is a more effective way than what I've been doing all along. Like an example that I had just read, the common behavior would have been to ridicule and instill doubt in another. Just because I myself or another person would have felt that insecurity and needed to project it out to somebody else. And instead of falling into that impulse, we stopped and asked ourselves if we truly could be at peace if we caused another person to be distressed. It's that moment of reflection. Even if at first the momentum is to follow through with the old behavior and habit, that moment of reflection and awareness is the first step. Forgiveness comes as well. But the first step is awareness. Join me for a short break. We'll be back with an experience of how is it that we can break the chain within our own life and become the observer of our current situation. Welcome back. Now I'd like to take us on a journey so that we can begin to feel the breaking of the chains together. Now if you're driving a vehicle, maybe come back and listen to this at a better time when you can deeply relax and be present. So Taking a deep breath, begin to settle in to your body, into this space that you find yourself resting on, and bring awareness to either the toes or the feet. Feel yourself begin to settle into the space that you're resting in. Feeling the breath in and out of the nostrils. Being with the sensations in your body. Begin to bring your awareness to the place behind your eyelids. As if you're looking through closed eyelids, 
drawing this attention in. Begin to feel as if this point of view, this place that you feel like you are looking out of, feel it begin to come more into the center of your mind. And I feel the sensation of it entering inside of an elevator. Begin to feel this elevator going down below the eyes, below the throat, into the heart. And as it arrives, Bring this awareness begin to look out through the heart space being with whatever sensations arise Feeling as if you're beginning to travel into the spinal column in the very core of your center. Begin to allow your imagination to take you on this adventure. I now invite an image, a sound, a fragrance, a taste, a memory to enter into your awareness that would like to be loved and accepted in this moment. This essence is one of your ancestral messages it has been stored deep within you for a very long time and has been showing up as a block or something stuck and we are now in a space where you feel completely invited to be rested 
and to be held. All parts of yourself are completely welcomed here. Fully available to receive this message passed down from your ancestors deep within your DNA. Begin to playfully examine this image, this thought, this essence, whatever it is for you in this moment. Explore it. What does it have to offer? Perhaps it's a sensation. What if there was no judgment? What if we didn't have words for what this was? We were simply a space to receive its message, its wisdom, its blessing, perhaps in disguise. As you're with this essence and you're exploring it like a playful child who has no reference, fully receiving whatever it has to offer. Begin to feel spaciousness. Invite in the ability to receive what is needed in this moment. Continuing to return to the breath even while you're in this place of exploring this essence that has arisen. And how does that feel to breathe? into this essence deep within you. Perhaps there are colors, and perhaps there are none. We are simply with this message and this wisdom for as long as it needs. Allowing the breath to guide. A feeling of Begin now to draw your attention inwards along 
the spinal column along the central channel of your body along the entire line from scalp to tailbone drawing your energy in to the core of your being Honoring this wisdom, this message that has been given to you by your ancestors as a gift. Bringing one hand to your heart and one hand to your abdomen. I invite in the essence of gratitude, appreciation, as well as forgiveness. If any emotions have arisen, Allowing in appreciation for the ability to feel, even if it is anger, grief, happiness, delight, or numbness. Allowing in the ability to deeply appreciate and honor all range feelings. No need to analyze. Simply being with. Returning to the breath. As you exhale, release anything stored within your body. Venting the stagnant energy of limitation. With the inhale, breathing in the birth of liberation. As this wisdom and knowledge has turned out of stagnation, out of limiting blocks, and into spaciousness, potential, From this central place that you find yourself now, fully appreciating all of its range of expression, 
you can now go anywhere capable of anything allowing that to enter into every cell of your being from the core out allowing every cell within your being to digest, integrate, and consume this knowing on its own time and trusting the process of unfolding. And so it is through all time, space, dimensions, realities, levels of existence, consciousness, and beyond. This ancestral message has now been integrated and fully infused into every cell of your being as a fully integrated wholeness and truth that now allows full potential, full potentiality, full possibility to be achieved and accessed now, fully activated, fully illuminated. Fully received. And so it is. It is done. Begin to breathe life into the tips of your fingers, the tips of your toes. As you exhale, allow anything that no longer serves to return to its rightful place, to return home. begin to breathe deeper, returning back into your body, blinking your eyes open when you are ready, and that is your experience to breaking the chains within your life. I feel deeply honored to share this journey with you and to offer this valuable, valuable wisdom. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for staying tuned. Now if this resonates with you, and you are deeply touched by this offering. Click the link and sponsor this page for more heartfelt, heart-centered content for this podcast. And if you feel this would greatly benefit someone you know, please share.
If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and leave a comment. Or perhaps some content that you would feel inspired by. I'm open to receiving that. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Untethering Consciousness, and I will see you on the next episode.